0: episode 322 of global from asia customer development for building a premium brand we are up at 322 shows global slash customer dash development let's dive in welcome to the global from asia podcast where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice and now your host michael michelinie how is everybody doing? We almost hit, no, we hit September. This show will go on live September 1st, 2020. We're almost finished with this year. What a, what a wild year. I uh, just got some joke sent to me. A guy goes into a bar and orders a Corona and two hurricanes. The bartender says that will be $20 and 20 cents. That'll be 2020. (laughs) Yeah, that will be 2020 for sure. Well, what a year. Anyway, I feel like there's so much drama when I just talk to anybody these days, you know. But we have good stuff for you this week. Uh, Nick Ramil, founder and partner at EC Accelerate, an amazing program that helps people launch premium brands. I've known Nick since the good old days of China in the early 2010s, 2011, 2012 around, and seen a community that he's built up grow over the years. And he's always been the guy I thought of with customer development. Somehow I haven't gotten him on the show yet. We're over 300 shows already. So it's much overdue. And you know, he, I've been in some round tables with him, see him speak. He's always so passionate about talking to customers, talking to your your users, you know, do the hard work up front. And everybody wants to launch the product, develop the product. You know, I, I'm almost on that side too. But he's always been about grinding, getting that customer input first, getting building up your database, building up your email list. That's always been what he's about. So we get him on the show we share a bit, some of his video, some of it, most of its audio. If you are watching, this is the audio version. We also have a video version. We're trying to do video versions whenever we can, and that's on our YouTube and our embedded on our website. But let's dive right in and uh, hear what Nick has to say. We have a really good conversation about, you know, really building a brand, a true brand by talking to your customers, knowing your customers, building your database. Let's dive in. Do you enjoy the show here? I have to say I actually we actually just did a new team roster. We have 20 people on this team here. Uh bes- technically Shadstone Limited, but in Global From Asia. And I can't say they're all full-time, but they're all contributing in one way or another to this show. And we've been putting that together to work with clients at contentinvestments.com. We're building out other people's podcasts and blogs and websites with our amazing team. I mean, I can't take too much credit. I'm just a guy in this microphone. But besides that, we have amazing people making this show happen, making things happen at the Global From Asia team. So thanks to the team. If you want to check it out, contentinvestments.com. Okay, thank you everybody for tuning into another Global From Asia podcast, cool. and I'm really excited. Actually, I think we were on another podcast together, but uh, I don't think you've been on this show yet, Nick, so it's, it's yeah to have you on. No, I, I, man, it's, it's long overdue. I think we've been on a lot of shows,
1: events. Yeah, um, we've done a I lot. I don't even know how many WeChat conversations we've had. <laughs> yeah. It's been eight, eight, nine years now. I yeah, feel. I think we, 2011
0: we got, uh, or know. something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Gosh, back in the day, man. Well, thank you so much for having me. Happy to, happy to finally be here.
0: Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to have you. So, Nick, Nick Ramil, um, yeah, founder at uh, EC Accelerate Program and world traveler in in Europe now. <laughs> and we met in China, Guangzhou days back in the early days. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Shenzhen and the whole, the whole cross border uh, sagas and all those trains, planes, automobiles. And you've been doing cra- amazing things in in the community. And today, there's so much we could talk about. I know. I think the hard part is going to be uh, keeping it, uh, you know, in in one show. But customer development. And I completely building- agree. Yeah, building building sustainable business with premium brands. You know, mm-hmm. you have these frameworks. You've been working with you've been a founder yourself. You've been working with founders to build these premium brands. So, um, mm-hmm. before we get into it, do you want to give us a little bit a little bit more intro about what you do and you know your,
1: your- yeah yeah absolutely, man. And and as you said, I feel. well... We we'll have to do a good job of keeping it short because you and me could talk for days yeah, after, yeah. after all the all of our time together. Uh, but Ecx e- Accelerate simply, you know, we're a community-backed framework, and we support and help aspiring founders establish and accelerate premium e-commerce brands, as you pointed out. Uh, for us, it's you know our goal is. Really focusing on that the sustain building a sustainable business, uh, you know something that will continue running, not just launching one product and and this, uh, as you said, it's been you know coming up on on a decade now of the pursuit of entrepreneurship. Those first few years, as you remember, can't say yeah. it was the most successful. Uh, you know, would never say I failed. Just learned a lot of ways not to build some businesses. Same as same as you. Uh, we learned a lot of things together. Most, anybody and, that's done
0: uh, anything, yeah.
1: Exactly. And, and this framework is really based on just you know, the, the, what we believe personally. You know, of course, there's many ways to be successful, but our focus is just really on, the, on a repeatable, scalable, sustainable process and framework. And it's, we, we like to call it, you know, it it's a, accessible entrepreneurship is what our mission and goal is in, in terms of you know, there's a whole bunch of noise out there and a whole bunch of different ways to start a business and you know, respect to every entrepreneur out there. We just believe our way is, you know, the lowest risk, highest reward. Uh, that being said, it's simple to follow, not easy to do, uh, I, I suppose, is, is the way we put it, right? A lot of people yeah. out there who are going for the ABC123 and that's definitely not, not our angle. It's about, you know, doing the right work at the right time and, and putting in the time, energy, and effort to get that result.
0: Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. I know it. Which goes into the first question. You know, I think it's a good one is like, how much time does somebody budget? You know, like there's so many of these get rich quick scams, and there's so many st- people looking to make money without doing the work, right? So obviously, I, I, you're all about doing the work. I mean, we've been in, we've we've been in, uh, you know, events together. And, and you, I've, you know, I, you got to put in the work, right? And if, how much have to build a, a brand, man. I mean, like, you know, building a premium brand. I mean, that's hard to say how long, but uh, it's it, pretty much a really hard thing to do, right? And it takes a, a, a lot of time. Yeah. But uh, of course, there's, uh, you know, what is, what is your kind of input for somebody they should budget to do something like that? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. It's, it's one of those, as you said, it's one of those never ending pursuits. I, I, I think you and me will be pursuing entrepreneurship for, for, as, you know, it's as long as we're around, uh, it, it's one of those things for us. We love to get a foundation set, you know, our, our framework and program. And we see the average founder everywhere. You know, we've seen founders do it in four months and we've seen founders do it in you know 12 to 16 months in terms of at least starting and launching that business. And of course I think so much, so many variables play into that. I mean, <laughs> look at this year with COVID to yeah. Um, you know, the the entrepreneurs, you know, are they working a nine to five and is this their side hustle? Are they going 24-7 on this business? Uh and, and you know, it's one of those, you know, life happens to everyone. Uh, but for us, yeah, we we love to see those results in that that six to eight month time frame on average for our founders. They come to us with or without an idea. They run through the the process, uh, the the phases, the content, the templates, the coaching, the uh, you know, the community engagement. And they're rapidly reaching results, and that's not always to say you know it's as, as I said, it's not just a, like a you know it's not just you go down a checklist and at the end you're yeah. successful. There's a lot of kind of u-turns and speed bumps along the way, but for us, we like the fact that you know it is a repeatable process, and it, as you know man we've we've launched over 80 businesses uh, since 2014, hundred uh, percent success rate for all those. Businesses who've launched and you know successfully hit their funding goals, successfully generate revenue and profit, and and for us, our our focus is that really is the the toughest is you know making money uh, as an entrepreneur. That's what business is focused on, right? And that's really our focus is is helping people understand how to do that in the most uh, effective time frame possible.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Of course, yeah. Like you know, building a brand is probably the most valuable thing, right? I mean. Mm-hmm. And it takes time to make something valuable. Uh, so you got to put in the work. You know, I always think of you as a customer development person, you know, when I've mm-hmm. seen your speeches and, and what you've always been preaching and talking about. So I think it's talking to people, right? Customer development. I mean, is that, that's probably a core thing you'd say to validate your product idea, your brand? 100%.
1: Yeah. Effort really any it we really focus as you said there's there's a the customer develop uh, excuse me customer discovery uh, which is the you know the hypothesis the theory there's the customer research which is also great and then those two lead into as you just said that customer development process customer engagement process where that there's there's always that uncertainty, as you know, as a founder, is this going to work? You know, are they going to purchase? Well, as remember you and me were at the, the Eric's talk from Pebble together and he said yeah, the surest way is to see if someone will, you know, if they, they say they like it, they say they want it, haven't put their money where their mouth is, you know? So, um, of course that's the furthest end, uh, any way you can do any sort of customer interviews, uh, actually really getting into the nitty gritty. And I know, uh, we know relate people, um, uh, in the same space you've introduced me to quite a few who have the same thought process where, and I know you believe this as well, like nothing will ever replace the uncertainty, like actually engaging those your your potential customers and your leads correctly. And you know, we can, we can do that and we build the marketing funnels to drive the leads and drive the traffic Uh, end of the day in the early days, you got to make sure you're having those conversations. Right.
0: Agreed. I mean, a lot of us, you know, like entrepreneurs, especially with the internet, now we want to just hide behind our computer, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. can't even really get out, out downstairs, you know, like, um, whether it's a startup or e-commerce brands or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to talk to people. So is it, is it like a survey? Is it Facebook ad landing pages? I mean,
1: yeah, no, no, great, great question. And I appreciate that, that you're that you're going deeper on the process, uh, <laughs> not to keep it high level. I, I couldn't agree more, man. A lot of people like to have all the, as you said, the, the, the business looking good and getting it to where they're getting surveys or perhaps, or, uh, you know, outside of getting surveys that, you know, getting responses in to an email funnel, right? right? Like, yes, I want to purchase this product. and getting people excited. And that's all fantastic. Yeah, when, when it comes to the customer development and customer validation process, it, there's certainly levels to the game. Uh, as you know, it's it's easy to uh, get people to fill out a survey and have very low level commitment or click a, a reserve now button in an email funnel, which is a higher level of commitment. Uh, and then, of course, moving down the line, there can be... Uh, you know text conversations back and forth, phone calls, in person interviews for us the the focus is really driving to the most uh, deep and and really you know intimate part of that customer development customer interview process because that is one how you learn the most as the founder and, and you know you're learning the whole time of you know how what to say, what not to say, how to position, how to message. What benefits and features are they most excited about? What do they not care about? You know what I mean? And and going through that process really helps you become more informed as to, you know, it's not, this isn't a scalable part of the process by any means. And it's definitely one of the hardest and nitty gritty. Uh, That being said, it helps you create scalability in your business because you will have a, you know, a a very direct and, and, uh, you know, concise and complete knowledge about what it is your your customers actually want. You know, and I, I really, genuinely don't believe there's there's anything better than that, or anything uh, that can replace that in the early days of your business. Of course, you know, as you're scaling, then you've you've figured it out and, and you transition to more scalable strategies, marketing and sales strategies. But in the genesis, in the early days of the idea, you know, uh, pre-launch, if you will, this is absolutely something we recommend. You know, all founders do because it's so rewarding right
0: yeah i know i mean i think it's the main the main work of a founder is to know your know your customer right a brand is only really mm-hmm. a rep- representation of the pe- people that are buying it uh so which you know goes to an idea like uh how many people is is there a hard number i mean it, maybe it depends on the, the product line or the market size or- yeah
1: yeah of course so i we we Great question. We, we define this based off of really the, the founder's goals actually. So I, I, as you know, uh, there's every founder, every entrepreneur has a different mission and a different goal. There's, you know, some people want to have a, a six figure business and, you know uh, that's all they're aiming for. Uh, some people want to have a seven figure or an eight figure business. And obviously it, you know, they're both, Wow, even if it was the same product, those are fundamentally different businesses and how you're going to build them, um, you know, over the long term and the time, energy and effort it will take. From a from a customer interview perspective, you know, this is one of those things where we really try to make sure, you know, we, re, not try, uh, of course it's up to the the founders of the program and, you know, even with my investments as well, it's up to them. Uh, that being said, we're always aiming to do you know minimum call it 50 customer interviews uh you know and uh, I, you know I, I wish i could see your face right now because you and me both uh, i'm smiling and laughing because i know that that's a lot of work right it that's, is man
0: i've done it man yeah
1: yeah and and that's um you know and if you have 50 customer interviews that probably means you reached out to 100 200 people um but you know every no will lead you to that next yes and really those we 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 feel it just makes you, as you know, man, you just get so much better at it, uh, the more you do and the repetition and and something you showed me that I really valued though, um, you know, the SOPs, the, you know, creating a process. And it's like, you've created a process for creating processes. (laughs) You can only do that if you've done it so much. Right. And I think it's just really that, that pursuit of execution and, and mastery and, and, um, you know, it's, as we said, we'll never, it will never be perfect, but the fact that we continue to learn and improve is, is how you get greater and greater results. Right. So uh, that was a long winded answer just to say. Oh,
0: that's great, man. Uh, we minute. like it. We like it. I'm learning. Good. Uh, I, I'm realizing I missed a pretty, pretty important earlier question. I wanted to ask, mm-hmm. you know, like we talked about before the recording, you know, obviously the, this GFA a lot, there's a lot of Amazon sellers and I, you know, you're, you're, you're mostly focusing on own, your own stores. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've talked to others. It's like a different world. Amazon sellers versus like, uh, not I guess almost non not Amazon sellers, but what would you say yeah. is kind of the differences? I mean, uh, for the, uh, for the yeah. goals or, 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 you know, even just,
1: yeah, I, absolutely. And, and this is, you know, we, we, as I've said, we see there's, you know, there's drop shipping, there's Amazon, and then there's, you know, your own, your own store front, uh, your own e-commerce channel. Uh, you know, so just kind of touching on all those quickly, drop shipping for us is one of those, you know, you don't really own the product and it's normally lower margin, lower quality. Um, and that leads to just kind of, kind of trend-based products, which aren't sustainable by definition. Uh, so, you know, we see a lot of people uh, who, tra- we we see a lot of people transition from dropshipping to our program and also transition, as you said, because they're different worlds from Amazon to, to our program and kind of supplement that e-commerce knowledge. And, but from our perspective, of course, we love, uh, you know, obviously what, what Amazon does and, and by all means, after we set up our own store, we always push our founders to go also set up in an Amazon storefront as well, because, you know, it's, there's a channel there and obviously the, you know, one of the largest marketplaces you can tap into Uh, the, the difference really is, you know, when we focused on our own stores and launching our own products and primarily driving through private launches or crowdfunding, you know, our focus is more about focusing uh, on creating that interest and building that brand uh, from scratch. Where, you know, there's, you know, the, the power of Amazon, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you're much more knowledgeable than me, is, you know, there's a great marketplace, there's a process, they, they're able to support with logistics and shipping and, you know, the listings all look a certain way and, and all of that, which is fantastic. Uh, the, the difference is, you know, building it from nothing and, and kind of being in, you know, kind of truly owning all the other parts of the process yeah. with your own store. So, you know, the you know, the logistics, the warehousing, the shipping, the even the the look of the store. You know what I mean? Uh, so,
0: yeah, yeah we've, we've had a to... lot. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say we just had a lot of founders uh, transition after they've done drop shipping or Amazon successfully. Uh, you know, and they're they've built a sustainable business there and it's running and it's operating. We've had many many of our founders who enroll apply and then are accepted and enrolled into the E C accelerate program are you know they're looking to now you know build a product uh, a brand or a product they're very passionate about right because also a lot of amazon isn't based on what you enjoy working on uh you know while now you can do that as well it's a lot more about kind of where the market demand is
0: uh, i believe it's true i think the other one is the which is another question is the customer is they're not really your customers. they're amazon's customers mm-hmm. and uh you know we, we there's obviously these kind of tactics to get build your email list but they, they keep getting harder and harder to implement because amazon's just tightening that grip of the customer experience and the customer communication so uh that's mm-hmm. also a, a big one is um you know amazon's yeah i think amazon and my favorite thing about what you just said is channel it's a channel i've, I've always tell people that uh you know, just like eBay or, or, you know, it's not, it is a business, but so many people think of it as their business, but it's really like you said, a channel of sales. You know, even people in your program, they go through it and then they, they also open up an Amazon store because you're building a brand and Amazon is a channel for mm-hmm. your brand. But so many people think of Amazon as a business only, you know? So, um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you there.
1: Um, yeah, and I, I think that's uh, just to tack on one more sure. thing. I think that's you know I think it's one of those tricky things where you also I know I've heard a lot of stories uh, in the past of Amazon listings um, being shut down or people yeah. I'm not quite sure how it works, but you know they change policies and then because of the policy change, that impacts their store or their listing. And personally, uh, you know I mean, you and me are both you know China, China veterans. you, you more so than me, but obviously, you know, we very much kind of took ownership of what we wanted to create for ourselves. And, and for us, we, you know, we, why we like to build our own shops up up to start is because we're able to be in more control of that and, and own that part of the process rather than, as you said, having Amazon owning that process.
0: Agreed. Yeah. I mean, but even Amazon to really differentiate an Amazon, I believe think getting more and more important to have a brand and to to, to really, mm. to really shine, not, not just, to of course you can take a commodity product but you still should in today's age you know get really good with your listing and your copy and your packaging but of course um to make your own brand store like with what you're doing is it's much more complex but it's also much more long-lasting and you own the whole process from like you said from beginning to end um
1: yeah and we've had a good amount of founders from amazon you know take take their products, their branded products uh, and develop them further with us, you know, and then, you know, any, anyone out there, they have, you know, if they have access to their customers from Amazon, from, from their store, if they're just getting started, you know, as you and me just talked about, go engage them directly, yeah. you know, not yeah. just yeah, go have those conversations and get more informed about who your customer is so you can better service that customer, you know, and better attract and engage and convert that customer. Cause as long as you believe in the value of your product, then, then it's all about putting it out there as too many as people, to as many people as you can.
0: Agreed, agreed. So let's um, yeah, I think it's a point on here that the money's in the list, right? I mean, that's a saying, mm-hmm. and it's true, right? Your email database, yeah, as soon as possible. I guess these customer surveys you're doing, you're building your list. You know, you're, you're on your homepage, you're probably at least capturing email, even if you're not launched yet. I, uh, you know, um, yep. Everything you're doing right is about building that building your database, building your list at especially at the early stages mm-hmm.
1: yeah, absolutely you have to that list is the most i mean as long as people are using email your uh, <laughs> your list will be valuable, right I don't see that going anywhere soon. I know you know there's been a lot of kind of you know uh, trendy strategies uh that people are now leveraging that are, you know, you know, uh, that aren't just where, again, you don't have that same amount of control where your list is your list. I know that's something you're very proud of and you, you meticulously look after is your, your GFA list as well. And, um, cause that's, you know, who you're providing value to. And I think it's, as you said, that list turns into your customer interviews and, you know, and, or it turns into your customers directly. and, and Again, the whole email marketing strategy is something that has has been, is, and, and will continue to be, you know, the really one of the main marketing and sales, uh, you know, funnels for for any online business. You know, it's just the more you're front of mind for that customer, the more frequent, you know, the, that you're, you're being visible to them, the better. You know, I think it's, last I saw it was about six, seven or eight touch points minimum are, are required you know to to actually have that customer start to build trust with you as a brand you know and, and again luckily that's something you can you know automate with an autoresponder series and an engagement series um and all those things so you're not sending all those emails yourself at once uh you know and then that's something we build on our program it's just a lot more about you know being in front of mind and being ready for for when that customer engages you know I, i'm sure similar to you you know i've had customers convert in in three hours and customers convert in, you know, two and a half years (laughs) and everything in between, you know, it's just about being present, delivering value and being ready for when they're ready to convert. Uh, Yeah. I, you know, unfortunately I think there's a lot of uh, programs or even, uh, you know, content or content creators or whatever you want to call them, who really emphasize the, Oh, set it and forget it. And, you know, it's, you know, right write these emails and in comes the money and you and me both know that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're constantly tweaking, learning, iterating and improving. And it's that gradual over time improvement that, you know, if you can increase your conversion rate from 1% to one and a half or 2% over a few months period by staying focused on that part of the process, that in itself brings you significantly more revenue to your business, right? Like totally it's, agree. It's not about doing all the different shiny new strategies that are out there.
0: Yeah. I mean like everybody gets into the Facebook box or the chat box, Mm -hmm. but like similar to Amazon, you don't have control of these and they're always trying to figure out a new way to like at monetize these channels where email and people are still checking email. Like you said, as long as people are checking email, it's valuable. And yeah. And yeah, I mean, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on board with you. So you're, your um, I don't know if you want to give us some insights of like what questions you ask people in these surveys, or is it you know I I know some might be as simple as maybe just even opting in is a is a, is a signal right? People are opting in on on yeah. a is is a signal, but maybe actually ones that are talking to them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would, I yeah. Don't preview of that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I I'm more than happy to to expand on that when it comes to the, the engagement process, we, we always see a lot of success when you make those leads, um, or the potential, you know, the, sorry, the subscribers, uh, I know we're throwing a bunch of different terms around, but essentially the, the leads are the, the person interested in purchasing your product, make them if you haven't launched yet, um, or even if you have, and you're trying to get customer feedback, just making them form, feel more involved in the process. Right. Um, you know, if you haven't launched yet, anything from Getting feedback on the design features or benefits, getting feedback on the colors, um, making them you know, really the, the whole brand story and making people feel part of that. You know, I tell a lot of our founders when you're when you're first launching, you know, a lot of customers are buying you as much as they're buying the product. You know, they've enjoyed the engagement directly with with you as the founder, whether it is directly through one-to-one or whether they're actually in the email funnel, but they like how you're telling your story. Uh, it's that sort of engagement that is that, you know, again, it's, it has to be genuine and valuable. Of course, I think it's, when it comes to those questions, you know, I can, first off, I'd love to even just kind of going backwards is, you know, of course, avoid the, the future tense to the conditional questions, you know, would you, or, you know, will you, uh, you know, and look a lot more historical, when you're looking at, you know, you're trying to understand if a person will or won't do something, you know, the, the example I love to always use is, you know, a lot of people, you ask, you know, would you buy this, uh, you know, this fitness, this gym membership, when, when we all know, <laughs> if uh, looking at someone's fitness level, uh, of course, they're aspirational to what they want to do. But what does their past tell you about what they've actually done to achieve those goals, you know, whether it's fitness or dieting or health related, business related, Uh, any of those, any of those things that you really try to break down from, uh, what has this person actually done that tells me in their past that can help inform me of their future decision. So I love, love to do kind of those past tense questions and really get, uh, dialing down, I suppose, on the understanding, you know, and asking multiple times, even the same question, like what it is about your brand or your product that, that is valuable. And, and of course, um, and uh, the main one that you all always hear, and I'm sure you've had other people say, and I, I know you already know, is understanding more about the problem, right? What it, what is the actual issue that that they're having, and problem that you can support solving, okay. and um, you know, di- dialing down on that's really important uh, because if you can provide a solution, is of course the most valuable thing you can provide. So that's something that's always great to focus
0: on. All right, this is good. Um... And uh, re- really quickly, I
1: I will say, um, you know, for for at the end of those customer interviews, we're always, uh, by all means, if this person says they're interested, if they, as you and me talked about, you know, at the start of this uh, podcast, right, like if they said they're interested, if they say they want it, prove it,
0: you know, yeah, go yeah. ahead and
1: you sell know, get away, yeah. like, yeah, sell it, get that, get them to send that PayPal, the Venmo, the 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 whatever it is that shows this person will actually. You will actually commit to making that purchase and turn into a conversion and that that first one is always you know one of my favorite moments for our founders when they post in the the facebook community you know our facebook group or they message me or they message other team members and they're like you know got our first sale you know we are as you know man you get one sale you can get a thousand you can get 10,000 you can yeah, get a million once sales
0: but replicate it yeah.
1: that's it right you got to get over that so that's always something we're pushing our founders to do is just you know, because that's where most of the uncertainty is. Is and am, am I going to be able to sell this and make money? Well, mm-hmm. figure that out. You know, in advance. And you know, of course, we do that with our funnels. We use renderings, um, 3D printing. We really try to. You know, that's another difference than um, than Amazon as well. We don't really, ha- you know, invest in stock um, or manufacturing. Uh, it's a lot more about validating the customer first, and then you know, after you do that, then the, the rest of the, the stuff makes sense from a manufacturing and uh, perspective.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So I, I will, I always think we also learn from mistakes, like, um, mm-hmm. people, you know, the common, what are the, like the common mistakes you see people make again and again and again, or, you know, that you're like, Damn, yeah. yeah, I'm sure you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man always I always. guess that could be a whole um, show but uh I don't know yeah a couple of highlights. we, we uh, have
1: a we have a do not do list in our program like to start the program and it's like it's, it's like 30 40 things that we say do not do this because it's not what you should be doing right now um a, a big one uh so I think w- what I've said a lot in the past is you know a lot of people do the right work at the wrong time. And that gets them to, you know, the wrong result. It's very important. I, again, there's so much information out there about how you should do something to where, you know, our framework is very much about distilling down, like putting blinders on. And it's literally phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, phase five, you know, and then content and templates and everything within each of those phases that builds a foundation and, and builds it higher, right? The uh, A lot that we see, which I just talked about is a lot of people are so worried about, Uh, manufacturing or prototyping. And, you know, when it comes to building your own store, that's just, at the end of the day, China makes iPhones. You know what I mean? China builds spaceships. Like they, no matter what your product is, they will be able to manufacture it. It's, everybody can make anything. It's who can actually, very few can actually sell what they've made. You know what I mean? And so for us, we really don't put an emphasis on that manufacturing, prototyping, part of the process uh, until we've actually, as I said, validated that customer. Uh, Of course we have the resources and the network as you know, in China, uh, but that's again, something we ask our founders not to focus on when they're first getting started. Um, Another thing is there's always, uh, you know, big focus around copyrights and patents and, and again, any, all, all these things, trying to protect, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are trying to focus on defense. Uh, which yeah. it's like you know, focus on offense. Focus on if you build the best brand and people choose you because of that brand over your competitors, that's the that's the most valuable thing you can do. You know what I mean? That that's the differentiator. It's not a a legal piece of paper that I mean, as you know, with Apple and Nike's history in the past in China, they you know, if, if the world's largest companies have had trouble protecting their ideas and their products, you know, don't focus as much on that. Focus more on what you can control what you can do. Um, you know, I'd say those two are pretty big ones. And then probably the third one it would have to be just around, um, you know, competition instead of collaboration.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, a big
1: thing, obviously, being a community, like I think a lot of people are so worried about people stealing their ideas. And you and me know, man, an idea without execution is worthless yeah we so so for us yeah yeah, it is so it's like be put yourself out there get that feedback you know people have been pushed back on us about doing customer interviews well what if what if they steal my idea and (laughs) if this person steals your idea and executes it before you and is successful then they're better than you (laughs) that's that's entrepreneurship you know what i mean that's business Um, you know, so it's like, you gotta, gotta get rid of that and just understand, like, how do I, you know, and of course this is how we feel. I'm I'm sure people disagree with me and, and have other schools of thought, and that's totally fine, whatever they've done to be successful. But for us, it's a lot more about let's collaborate. Let's, you know, let's figure out, you know, our, our program is based off of so many of the mistakes. And of course, a lot of the successes we've done as well. And, and we wanted to share that because that's, you know, what we've been doing for the greater part of a decade. Right. So it's for us, it's collaboration is key because it's, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people. I'm mean, looking at what you do and what, you know, you've done with the events in the past as well. It's get the right people in the room together and and they'll make, they'll make things happen. And, and that's a big thing for us.
0: I love it, man. This has been great. This has been great. Um, I guess I think we did, a, we talked about quite a bit. I'd love to hear a little bit more about, about the EC accelerate program and, how it's been developing, what it is now. And, uh, you yeah, know, we'll also go from Asia where we're friends and I'm also a partner and affiliate. So it'd be great if some people mm-hmm. interested could, uh, could get some more info. I would love to hear, hear about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, this is really poignant. And of course we are, and we'll, we'll continue to do some, some awesome things together. And I, uh, you know, first and foremost, as I, as I said, it's, we're, community-backed framework for aspiring founders to establish and accelerate premium brands and that's really just based off of the you know these these terms they're they're prettier terms exist but for how we like to talk about it it's just doing your customer discovery followed by your customer development followed by your customer validation your launch preparation then you launch and then you create sustainability and scalability so that's kinda, you know, the process of how it flows. And that is, you know, in the beginning, you know, of course you have to do your ideation and then after you have your idea, you have to figure out, you know, do your brand development, figure out who that minimum viable segment is, and then go do research on that minimum viable segment. And then you actually get into the process of customer development as we've been talking about. And, you know. Uh, I, I will say most of the time who we think our customers are and who they actually are are normally different. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and That's a lot more the, the case uh, than people getting it right the first time. Uh, that very rarely happens. So, you know, that's one of those iteration periods. You go learn um, your actual engagement and then after you learn, you figure out, you know, how do you, after you've learned and validated, how is this something you actually make, you know, scalable? Uh, how is this something you can actually you know, do in a a repetitive way. And as you said, it, it takes a good amount of time. But the nice thing is, it's very much, you know, our framework is based on building the foundation correctly, and building it a lot more, you know, on ground out of cement, where, you know, you're placing each brick, if you will, intentionally, so it's strong, right, so it can stand on its own, versus trying to, you know, go around and, and build a whole, do a whole bunch of things, a whole bunch of different marketing and sales strategies, a whole bunch of different ways, and you end up becoming a master of none instead of a master of one. And so for us, it's a lot more about the, what is the most effective, efficient route to validate, you know, that your customers are, you know, are interested, and more importantly, are willing to pay and compensate you for what you've made. And if they are, how do we? How do you then? you know, bring this to a, a larger audience. Uh, and, and for us, niches make riches, man. It, it's all about, you know, for, we really want people to be incredibly hyper-focused on and who they're targeting, you know, uh, because that, the, the, greater you can serve a smaller audience, the greater value they'll see. And then after, you know, you serve that audience, you can then pivot to the next segment, you know, left or right or build outward. Um, but oh that that kind of goes back to my last point which or the, your last question excuse me like a lot of people i always say try to do too much too fast too soon for too many and, and uh, that that very simp- that very simply put that just means that they they want they they want their business to look like that million dollar brand in day 1 and they mm. you know, they have to understand that's an iterative iterative process right so just focus. Ours is about that clarity of just really, as I said, the, those five, six steps uh, of building the the foundation of the business correctly. And, and then after launching, then you figure out, okay, you know, and, and having a successful launch, how do I go ahead and, you know, create this in a sustainable way where, you know, focusing on if I get one sale a day, how do I turn that into two sales a day, you know, so on and so forth and, and improving it and, and, uh, upon that process to get greater results.
0: Okay, it's really great, man. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we'll link it up on the show notes uh, so people can can get uh, more information about it. And I I think that's really that's really all I got. Or right. what's some ways people could reach out to to you and connect? Or
1: awesome, awesome, man. I Appreciate that to to reach out to to us. You know, just go to uh, you know we're we're changing. We're going through a, a, a rebrand at the moment, but just for currently go to www.enterchina.co backslash accelerate. Uh, you'll see a lot more in depth about our program than, than I most likely communicated on here. Uh, and, you know, go ahead. And if it sounds interesting to you, please apply. And then after you apply, then, you know, we have our, have people go through our founder interview process and, you know, we work with a certain number of founders every month uh, to ensure the quality of our output. And and most importantly, you know, then you're surrounded by, you have the, you have access to the framework, you're surrounded by the community and then together we accelerate your business. So that's where I would head. If you want to learn, learn more about what we do.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much, Nick. Really glad we got you on the show and uh, thanks so much for sharing some really good insights.
1: Thank you, man. Thanks for having me, and look, uh, looking forward to the next one.
0: Definitely. Cross border summit. We're not going to do an online summit. There are already amazing online summits. We're going to wait until the dust is settled, the virus is settled. Probably in 2021. Just thinking about where to do it. Probably still want to do it in Thailand. Just keeping you guys updated. Summit.com is still the website. Still keeping the website online, but seems like 2020 is gonna be a skipped year would have been our fifth annual but we'll put the fifth one in 2021 hopefully and stay tuned thanks thank you so much nick really everybody uh you know nick has been through a lot you know i've i've seen we like he said in the show we've both been through our ups and downs it's really been a pleasure to see him and the community at ec accelerate grow over the years and to see what uh, what's been coming out of the program and what he's built himself, so cheers to that, Nick. And well, we are you know a partner, friend, affiliate. If you check out our show notes, we have a little link there that will go to the page. It is a premium program, you know. You got it, and you got to put in the work, you know. Just like anything in life, you know. Anybody wants a get rich quick scheme can uh, go somewhere else, you know, don't bother, uh, don't bother listening to this show, don't bother, uh, you know, doing these programs, because most of the ones we talk about, you got to put in the money, anybody's trying to just get rich quick without hard work, you know, um, I don't know, find some, some other kind of programs, but if you're willing to put in the work and the time, it's definitely a program to look at. And without further ado, I think we're done for this week's show 322 show notes as always around global globalfromasia.com slash customer development. And you can check out all the different things we talked about and of course, find his websites. We also have some information on our, our website too. But customer development, I mean, I've gone through this too. You know, there's also, you know, lean startup, the whole lean startup philosophy, the book you know, getting out of the building, don't, you know, it might be hard now to get out of the building with the virus where, depending on where you are in the world, but, you know, talking to people, whether that's getting email addresses, even doing Facebook ads to seeing people would even opt into your list to believe in what you're doing. Of course, doing phone calls, you know, even just interacting on Facebook groups, interacting in chats, you know, really just trying to make sure people need and want what you are selling, Actually, we got some stuff working on in the program. Here, we might be coming up with another e-commerce gladiator season two. I, I don't want to make too many promises, but it's really, really early stages. But that was actually one thing I saw. There was customer development happening already. There's a you know use case. You know that's the early stages of a brand. You know once you see people using the product. And happy with it, and interested in buying it again. This is when you know you've got something, right? You you got to put in the hard work. You got to really make things happen. And it's about building content, building trust. But uh, I feel like I'm preaching to choir. I think if you guys have been listening to this, and girls have been listening to the show for a long time, you know a lot of our guests have been saying brand is everything. I think some article I was reading, you know, value of brands is going up. You know, that's really all that's going to be left. Mass production might go away. Maybe there's gonna be just in time inventory, you know, there's gonna be 3D printing. Really, it's all about the people that you're serving, whether it's a service or a product. It's really a group of people that hopefully believe in something to have a common need, desire, you know, uh, wish to make it happen. That's all I'm gonna say for today. We actually have a whole backlog of amazing episodes. Uh, I hope you're enjoying these shows. We have another few coming up that have already been recorded, and it's um, it's fun. I actually enjoy talking to people. We also have our GFA VIP member series, a membership program where we've been actually having some quite a few more private calls, Uh, you know, with this whole lockdown, people have been engaging much more on our uh, online sessions. So if you want to get involved with that, it would be really cool to also support the show and to also engage with some of the people behind the scenes. All right. I think that's it for this week. I am going to go hang out with my kids. You know, I do this after I taught the kids already, but now it's dinner time homeschooling. uh, Now I have even more respect for those teachers out there. Thanks again for listening. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.